To the Grace Cafe with Dwayne Lynch. Real talk in real times. Real situations with real people. Keeping the perspective on God's grace. <laughs> I'm going to be like my granddaddy one day. I want the best wine. I'm going to sing this song. It goes like this. Listen.
this week's Grace Perspective. Determine where a man or a woman is made. Determine the places where you bury loved ones. And you got to keep going on without it. Determine. The moment when you get that phone call, when you've been going to interviews for months and months and months, and they give you that call back and they say, I'm sorry, you just didn't have what you were looking for. There's somebody out there right now. There's somebody out there talking about quitting right now. And I want you to look me in my eye and listen to me. You are special. No matter if you have a degree, no matter if you work at McDonald's, you are special. Your gifts, your special gifts, you were born with. That's where you will find the greatness. The journey. Savior Jesus Christ, 
In the mighty name of Jesus and through the blood of Jesus, we come before your throne of grace first to say thank you, Lord. Thank you for another day, God. Thank you for another opportunity to open our eyes and witness your grace and your mercy, your love and your kindness. We thank you for all that you have done for us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for all that you have prepared for us, Father God. We thank you for the roof over our heads, the food in our stomachs, the clothes on our backs. We thank you, God, for divine health, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for supplying our every need according to your riches and glory. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for doing exceeding abundantly above all we could ever ask or think according to the power that work within us. Father God, as we go through this podcast today, God, we ask that you anoint ears to hear, that you bless hearts to hear and understand, Lord God, what it is that you need us to hear, Father God. Father God, we thank you, God, and I ask for your wisdom, your understanding, Lord God, and that you open minds, Lord God, to see what it is that you have done for us. Thank you for that grace, Lord God. For your great grace, Lord God, we thank you for it, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So, uh, we've been away for quite some time and, you know, things have gone on. And uh, uh, the last episode that we had was called, Who Are You? And then thinking about that... um, episode, I recently just turned 53 years old, and uh, praise God, and um, what I got to thinking about was the person I was 20 years ago, or the person I was 14 years ago, or even the person that I was seven years ago, and I realized that I'm not the same person, you know, and so... With that being said, um, the title of this episode today is Not the Same Me or Not the Same You. Um, I believe, I believe that if a person is really, really working on something, then the growth or the change in that person would be able to be seen not only by other people, but by yourself you should you should know where you are and if you know if you don't know where you are or or the level of growth that you've had then what you need to do is pump your brakes and uh, take a look at yourself and it's not hard I mean it's not hard at all but you should just slow it down and pull away get to yourself get away by yourself and look at yourself. You know, it's, um, I I think about two incidents of, you know, when I really, really started taking God seriously. And uh, it was, you know, it was in like around in 2004. And what it was, was that I had just come home and you know, after after being home for a while, my wife looked at me and she said, "You're not 
you're not the same person. Now, I didn't really read anything into it at the time because, you know, basically, I looked the same. I dressed the same. And, you know, I, I, in, in my mind, I was the same person. But I just, I had just taken, you know, taken a turn in my life. And the second incident that I have, had been thinking about was, you know, I was on a job. And while I was on a job, a dude um, that I had, you know, been incarcerated with, he started working at the company. And so he didn't say this to me. But he said it to one of my coworkers and he told, he said that, he said, I know this dude, but this is not the same dude that, you know, that I knew. And, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't get offended by it or, or, or trip off it too much. You know, matter of fact, I didn't trip off it at all because, you know, I'm not, I wasn't sure what he really meant. Or would he, but I, I had to think about it because whatever it was that he saw beforehand, you know, when we were doing time together or whatever the case may be, whatever it was he saw, he, he knew that person, but the person that he saw on that job was not the same person. So I, I, I pretty much, you know, understood that. I was starting to change. I was starting to be a different person. And um, uh, the um, scripture that we're going to start with today is 2 Corinthians 5.17. And, you know, the, 2 Corinthians 5.17 tells us that, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. And it says that old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. And what that basically means is that when you're in Christ, that you're changed. But the thing is, is that that initial change did not take place on the outside. What it did was it took place on the inside because when we... When we get saved, we initially, um, the change is made. Our spirit is changed. That's the only thing that is changed. You look the same. You dress the same. If you was fat before you got saved, you'd be fat after you get saved. But the thing is, is that what, what, what causes the change is the renewing of the mind. And as you renew your mind, your spirit man, your inside man is being changed every day. You know, Philippians 1 6 tells us that being confident of this very thing, that he which begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ, which means that once you get on that journey, what happens is, is that Grace, grace empowers you to be a new person, to be a different person, to be a better person. I just posted something the other day that, that 
it was a small quote, but it resonated real, it resonated real deep with me because this is what it said. It said, I never changed. I just learned to be a better person. And that's what, that's what I, you know, that's what I feel that I am doing right now because, you know, if I look at myself 20 years ago, it's stuff that I would do back then that I wouldn't think of doing not today. But then as I look back at 14 years ago, you know, there's things that I would think of back then that I don't think of now. But then if I look at seven years ago, I can say that there were thoughts and ideologies and things of that nature that were a part of me that are not a part of me today. Because as the time progressed, as the years progressed, what actually happened was is that things just fell off. As I renewed my mind, things just fell off. And, and, and I started to realize that I was not the same person. You know, I walk in, I run into people all the time and they tell me, you know, they say, you know, Poochie, you look good, man, you know, and I appreciate that. But the fact of the matter is, is that I can't, I cannot, I can't take the credit for that at all. I cannot take that credit because I know and I understand that if it wasn't for God, it's no telling where I would be right now. But it was the surrender that I had to do. And, I had, and you know, the, the thing is, is that, you know, people didn't like me then. And people probably don't like me now. But that's not something that I can actually get caught up on because my, in my mind, today, I'm working I'm putting in work to be a better person. So stuff like that doesn't bother me, whereas though it would bother me years ago. You know, I'm, not, I'm just not the same person. And I, I mean, it's just, um, it's just understanding that the initial change took place in my spirit. And as I, as, as, as I live, what God did on the inside of me or what God did in my heart eventually makes his way outside. You know, and people can actually see it, you can actually see it, and you can actually move on. Now, um, what actually can happen, and that, that's by renewing, you know, and that's by renewing your mind in Romans, 12.2 says, you know, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may know what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And that's, you know, as, as, as Christians, what actually happens, and I'm telling you this because I did it, or, or, or I was caught up in it, what actually, what actually happens is, is that initially we do 
what it is that needs to be done. But after we are in the kingdom for a while, we think we don't have to do these things anymore and we fall off. And what, what needs to be understood is that when you fall off, you, you digress. You know, I just think, I mean, I've, re I've read the Bible over and over and over again, but here's where I fell into a, or I ran into a wall, or I fell into a pit, is that I was reading the Word, and I was not interpreting it right. And so, you know, seven years ago, I fell into the message of grace, or I ran into the message of grace, or God revealed the message of grace to me. And as I, as I, as I, as I started learning about the grace of God, what I started learning was that um, and we're learning this now about rightly dividing the word. Sorry. About rightly dividing the word. And if we don't rightly divide the word, then we will easily run into misunderstandings and things of that nature. And we will, you know, eventually get on a road that is not, you know, not, not the not the path for us. You understand what I'm saying? And so um, that's why we should we should never judge a person or person. You know, um, judge a person about what we see on the outside because there's no way for us to know what God is actually doing in that person. We don't know what they're thinking. We don't know what they're feeling. And most of all, we don't know what they're going through. And so based on that, then we can't uh, uh, place a, um, we can't determine or discern where it is that person is in their life with God. You know, we can't. We can't. We just can't. And so based on that, I just want to say this, that everyone's cleanup is different. My cleanup is way different than the next person. Your cleanup is way different than your, than your friend's uh, cleanup. And the thing is, is that that cleanup is, is the Holy Spirit has taken responsibility for that cleanup. And all we need to do is surrender and believe what God has already done. He saved us from everything that we would ever need to be saved from. He saved us from all that stuff. And so based on that, you know, um, everybody's transition is different. Everybody's transition is different. You know, um, I was I was a big, big rap fan, but and um, one of my favorite rappers was Tupac. 
And in one, I think it was ghetto gospel, if I'm not mistaken, but he said, this is what he said. He said, but am I less holy if I choose to puff a blunt and drink a beer with my homies? Now, I'm not saying that this is good. Don't don't get me don't get me twisted and don't get me misquoted. But ever since I heard that, I had to think about it. Does it? Is he less less holy? Now we know those things aren't you know aren't good or whatever the case may be. But this is where we understand that. Sin is sin. There are no levels to sin. Sin is sin. But the Bible most of the time doesn't talk about sin in a sense of uh, the action. They're talking about, it's talking about the sin nature, the nature that's within us that it's talking about. So there are no levels. There's no good and bad. There's no worse or worser, if that's a word. I, I think it is, but I, but there's no worse or no worser sin. Sin is sin. And since sin is sin, and there are no levels, then when a person uh, has that initial, uh, that initial mind that they need to get saved, some people, man, they 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 are cleaned up instantly. Some people, it takes time. And so, based on that, what are we supposed to do in that time as Christians? We're supposed to love them. Love them. We can't clean them up. That's not our job. That's not our job. And some people need to be cleaned up from more than others. Some need to be cleaned up from less than others. But it's the same transition. It's the same transition. You know, when I was, okay, when I when I came home, when I came home, uh, I immediately attached myself to church. And over time, what I did was I started to I started to to fall into what I saw other people doing, you know. And then, you know, I started going to church, and I started wearing suits and things like that. That was my thing. It's still my thing. But what I what I grew to understand was the the suits that I wore, the ministries that I was in, the things that I did, the, the, the service that I did, did not change who I was or who I was becoming on the inside. Because what I was showing on the outside was not, not important. It's what's going on in the inside that's important. That's what we gotta understand. You know, all outward appearance is it's okay. But what's going on in your heart? 
Bible tells us that to guard your heart, for out of it flow the issues of life. So what's going on in your heart? What are you putting in? You know, it's, it's like a computer. God is in, God is out. It's what you put in your heart that that's going to come out. It's what you put in your head that that's what's going to come out. And you can hide it. You can hide behind ministry. You can hide behind whatever it is that you want to hide behind. But at some point, some point, trust me, that's going to come out. You know, that, I mean, people talk about the spirit of cuss. There ain't no spirit of cuss. That's what you got in you. So if that's what you got in, and I was, I was, I was like that. People would in church would just, just irk my nerves, and 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 it, and it would just come out. But that's what was in me, and but that was that is what was in me before I renewed my mind to that. I had to renew my mind to the fact that let no evil communication proceed out of your mouth. I was on the outside. I looked okay. I looked okay. Um, but what I started to realize was that on the inside, I was starting to, I was starting to get churchy. And I was starting to, you know, like turn back, I don't know. Yeah, just based on the things that were going on in my life at that time, I was turning back into the same old me. I was turning back into the same old me. And, but I think anybody, I think anybody or everybody runs into these type of situations. And when you run into those type of situations, you have to do what the Bible tells us to do. And it says to examine yourself. You got to look at yourself. You got to pump your brakes. Take a look at yourself. And then you, God and the Holy Spirit need to make the adjustments that need to be made. Let me read scripture to you. 2 Corinthians 13 5 says, Examine yourselves, whether you be, whether ye be in faith. Prove your own selves. Know ye not your own selves, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except you be reprobates. Christ is in you. And a lot of times when we 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 looking up, we looking up, and for some, that's okay. It's okay to look up and pray. But for 
for those that have given their lives to Christ, here's the motion. You bow your head. You bow your head and you talk to what he has put in your heart. Examining yourself. Don't take time. Don't take a lot of it's, it doesn't take a lot of time and it doesn't take a lot of effort. Because you know what you by what you have around you, the people that you're attached to. It's easy to find out or to understand or to figure out where you are. And that's what I had to do. I had to figure out where I was before I could get to that next level. Yes, I had grown. I had grown. I was in ministry. I was, you know, uh, uh, I was striving to be a minister. And I had to pump my brakes. Because I was clean on the outside. But I was messed up on the inside. And whether that be, you know, self-inflicted or people-inflicted, it doesn't matter. 2 Corinthians 4.16 reads this, For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. I was being renewed, but it's um, but I ran into a wall. And based on the circumstances and the things that were going on at that time, I didn't know how to get around that wall to get over that wall. And so I was stagnated for a minute. And this was seven years ago. And I believe that today I've turned a corner. But the fact of the matter is, is that I did run into a wall in my Christian life. I did. And I know people wonder on it, but I, I know, I know today that I'm not the same person. I'm not the same me. You can't call me Poochie today because that guy died years ago. But what I'm trying to get people to understand is that, that, that guy died, but it took time, and that guy's still dying. But as he's dying, his, that inner man is being renewed every day. And how is it being renewed? His mind is being renewed. And as his mind is being renewed, Everything becomes new. <sighs> Praise God for, you know, renavigation. Because it was never said that we wouldn't go off course or run into situations or or or, or get messed up in the process. But I believe that our connection to the Holy Spirit will can keep will and can keep us on track. 
And even if we're on track, it'll put us back on the right road. Gil Scott Heron had a uh, song back in the day. And this is what he said. And the song was, I'm new here. And that's, that's a, that's a really, really nice title to a song that I'm new here. I'm new here. I'm new here every day. I'm new to this new life. I'm new to it every day because every day I'm learning something new about living in the kingdom. I'm learning something new about being somebody today that I wasn't years ago or yesterday. And this is what it, this is in in that song. This is what he said. He said, "No matter how far wrong you've gone, you can always turn around. The grace of God gives us the." latitude to turn around and head in the day. Buck a Huey. You can buck a Huey. Pump your brakes and buck a Huey and head the other way. If we go to, I mean, Hebrews tells us that he never, he will never leave us nor forsake us. I don't care if it feels like it. I felt like that. I felt like that God wasn't with me. I felt like I had done things that made God separate from me. But that can't be true if he if he's on the inside of me. He's always with me. He's with me when I'm right. He's with me when I'm wrong. And this is what this is what he told Paul. He say, my grace, my grace is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient. Which means that it's enough. It doesn't matter what you're going through. It's enough. It's enough. And the deciding factor is that he's not holding anything against us. And that's a blessing. That's a blessing on its own. I'm going to wrap this, this teaching up, but I just want to uh, say that we're working on a few things. We're working on quite a few, quite a few things. And we have enough, we have enough episodes, you know, to finish out the year. But I want to like dive deeper into the message of grace and so I'm hoping that you guys will join me because in 2020 this is what we'll be we'll be in this book for 2020 I believe I believe that for anyone that wants to head in a different direction and know that the direction you're going is the right direction. I believe this book 
the radical life of race because if you if you think about it this is this is radical real radical everything that's in this book is real radical and I encourage you to buy this book and go and 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 walk through this book with me if you can see it I, I, I've just torn this book up I got it. I've, I've torn this book up because the things that are in this book are changing are changing my whole makeup and that's not to say that all these years that I've been in church or I've been you know reading the Bible or I've been praying that I I, I, I wasn't changed I was I was but this book along with the teachings that I've, I've received over the years has done something dramatic in my life and I just decided that this is this is the book that I wanna I wanna go through because I want to give people an understanding a different understanding of who God is because I believe we we misinterpreted we've given them you know charges of beast they're not even his it's not his and so in the year 2020 this is the book that we'll be teaching out of and I encourage you to join us subscribe to us and follow with us follow us in this book the radical life of grace thank you for tuning in and we will see you guys next week on the Grace Cafe. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to the Grace Cafe. Join us next week for the Grace Cafe. God bless. Cause no one's gonna lose